All right, listeners out there, we're going to bring you a bonus episode. Bone us. We're going to talk about fantasy football. If you don't like fantasy football, tune out now. If you like fantasy football, tune in and we'll like tell me. you. Sal loves fantasy football. And we'll tell you about our hometown league and give some tips and tricks for drafting and season-long strategies. Though I do want to comment, we are not CBS, we are not ESPN, we are not football guys, so you should probably listen to them and not to us. But we want to talk briefly, and we wanted to give you a little bonus episode. Bonus. <laughs> Sal can't help himself. Uh, there'll be no Dallas and no bourbon review. We may have some bourbon as we're doing this, so it may get more interesting as the episode goes on. But... Let's start here. So, Sal, do you have a strategy? Oh, and sorry, before I ask Sal this question, we're drafting tomorrow night, so this should be interesting. Today is Thursday, September 3rd, first day of school for us, and boy, was it fun. Oh, it was. My kids were out by, like, 7.30. Now, when he says out, not, like, out the door at 7.30 this morning, like, out like a light at 7.30 tonight. Yeah, they, they were exhausted. <laughs> I was walking out my door for soccer practice at 7.30 tonight, and his kids are already dreaming. I told Sal, come on over. Uh, the bourbon's already open, so you better head over here soon. It's a flowing. Sal, what's your strategy for tomorrow night? Really? <laughs> I'm going to tell you my strategy. See see how this whole episode no, was teed up? <laughs> I can't. I, no, it's like the freaking magician telling tell him giving his secrets away. I can't give you my strategy so oh, are, you know what i'll give you my strategy i'm going there tomorrow night and i'm picking players there you go that's good so our our league is a keeper league we keep two players seventh round or later but we also trade draft picks which not everyone's a fan of we've had some people drop out because they weren't a fan of it it is going to make the commissioner's job a living hell to enter on the draft information which i i'm the commissioner so thank god it ain't me <laughs> that should be fun the, the day after. So, guys, the commish is talking. The commish is talking. Um, but it'll be fun. It, it's fun. I, I like the GM piece of it, and, and it's fun getting together with the guys. We eat. We drink. We draft. We piss some people off because we take, like, five minutes for draft picks. So someone bought a clock this year. Although I thought, I think that's a good idea. The clock is a good idea, but, but someone was kidding about paying up. So I suggested that. If you want three additional minutes to make your selection, you got to pay five bucks. And that five bucks goes to the payout. And then each additional minute is $2. So, I, I mean, to, to increase the pot, I didn't think that was a bad idea. I don't think it's a bad idea, but I'm probably going to be the one who's paying up like $20 to $30. Because <laughs> towards the end of the night, because as being the commission, you're making sure everything's running and then you come back to your list. No, it's just I'm not paying attention. It's fucking. <laughs> by, that, by the end of the night, it's eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Yeah. <laughs> and you're half in the bag anyway. I've done plenty of research. I think our league is a PPR league. One quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, a flex, a tight end, a kicker, and a defense. So pretty standard format except for the full point PPR and the keepers. But the, the format's typical. So off the board for our league already is Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Kyle Murray. From the quarterback. Pretty much the top QBs are gone. From the tight ends, George Kittle, Mark Andrews, both gone. So some of your top tight ends are gone. Running backs, it's open season. Top 10 are pretty much all available with the exception of Kenyon Drake. Depending on what site you use, but I think Kenyon Drake is a top 10 in most sites. Uh, wide receivers, again, pretty much wide open. 
until you hit around the 20 mark with the exception of Galladay and DJ Moore. And I think that holds true. Yeah, so I was just double-checking multiple sites. So that holds true. Uh, and then when you get to 20, it's Robert Woods, A.J. Brown. And then from a defense, obviously no one gives a shit, and kickers no one's keeping. So it will be an interesting draft. I think there's some key people I'm teeing up. Even if I said the name, Sal probably wouldn't know them. Try me. <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. You want to set me up and ask me what my strategy is. Why don't you tell tell everybody listening what your strategy is? So I think my strategy, so I have the, what pick do you have? Do you remember? I think you have a third. third pick. Yeah. So Sal, oh yeah, Sal traded away his second and third round picks. So Sal has the third strategy. pick. I kept, in on my team, I kept two wide receivers. So I kept Tyler Boyd and Cooper Cup, which Cooper Cup's injured. So that's going to be great. So for me, my strategy, at least for the first couple of rounds, is is pretty much a, a running back. I need a I need a core running back, obviously. Um, if the top wide receiver is there, I may take the top wide receiver. But realistically, there's only the elite running backs are limited. So I think if, if you pass on like Christian McCaffrey or Saquon Barkley or Zeke, I may take one of them as for the sixth pick. But I doubt it will reach me. No, <laughs> I'm going to. I'll vacuum those guys up <laughs> like I'm the Hoover. I'm pretty sure you're going to end up having to take Zeke um, just because the guys before you are most likely going to take Saquon or, or McCaffrey. Yeah, most likely. Those guys are, uh, you know. They're hustlers. Ballers. Um, and then you, you don't know. I, I'm in two leagues this year. Usually I'm in more. I was in three last year. One is, isn't going on because of COVID, which stinks. Uh, it's the first time in, like, I think six years, five years. That's not happening, but it, it tends to occur. From my perspective, this, this league is great because it's a bunch of guys who are all in town, and we all get together, and we have a good time. Except one guy, he moved. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Except one guy, he moved, so now he's not from in town. He just moved to the town next. Before we decided to do this preview on fantasy football, we were picking out what bourbon we would drink. Uh, for the episode we were going to record, that we're not recording. We're just doing the bonus feature, so... Said we decided to have the bourbon while we're recording, which is always fun. I'm curious, are you going to give us any insight on on any of your strategy? Is there like a wide, because you have the first pick. So the guys ahead of you, I don't pick before you. So I assume you're picking a top running back or top wide receiver. Really? You're going to twist my arm and you're, you're going to make me uh, divulge my uh, my strategy here? No, just your first pick. My, because my, my first pick. Yeah, your first pick doesn't matter because I'm, I'm three picks after you. I mean, Christian McCaffrey or, or Saquon Barkley or, or Derrick Henry. Those are your top three. Those are going to be my top three for running backs. Wide receivers, my top three wide receivers, Michael Thomas, DeAndre Hopkins, and, and Tyreek Hill. But So if you get to three, and so Saquon and, and McCaffrey won't be there. Yeah. They're going to go one, two. Yep. Who are you taking? Are you taking Thomas? Are you taking uh, Henry? Who are you looking to take? Henry, I, I rode last year on every team I had. But I also took him in, like, the fifth round. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm looking at um, possibly Henry. Possibly Henry with uh, third pick. Possibly Henry. Or, yeah, see, that's a tough one. Uh, do I give up the number one uh, wide receiver spot for, uh, you know, <clears throat> third pick? I, I don't know. That's, that's a that's I'll a tell you one. this. You take Michael Thomas. You don't have a pick in the second or third round, I believe. And I can check really quick. I have it up. No, I, got, I think I got uh, two, two picks in the fifth round. Yeah, so you don't have a pick until the fourth round? Four, yeah, so you don't have another pick until the fourth round. So whatever pick 
strategy, just so you guys understand. Um, so <laughs> if you, whatever pick you pick at that third pick has to be like incredibly impactful. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I'm leaning towards Michael Thomas. If he's not, if he's not taken. He's definitely not going to be taken. What? See, we're talking strategy, right? I might just go for Justin Tucker. So the first year we played this strategy, league, right? first year we played this league, someone picked a kicker. I know it wasn't the first round, was it? It was like the second round. It was crazy. And he ended up winning in the league. It was yeah, absolutely that nuts. That was nuts. He had the strangest. Like he, got, he, he, he got picked lucky. like three kickers and, and you know, four, four uh, bottle washers and, 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 and three chefs. If you're <laughs> and, listening, you know who you are. He dropped he, out after the first year. I couldn't believe it. And, and he won. He won. Good guy. I like him, but uh, he dropped out. His, should have asked him if he wanted to join back, but <clears throat> what happens? Um, so, I, honestly, whoever you pick top three, you need, like, a very, very impactful yeah. player. Because yep. you don't have another. You have two picks in the fourth, two picks in the fifth, and you have a top-tier tight end. So, uh, Sal kept uh, George Kittle. So, he has the, the top in some in some arenas, the top tight end. Some will say Kelsey, but a lot of people do have Kittle and Kelsey are pretty much interchangeable. So once you, you have to take a top. So to your point, you, you can't get the top running back. You can't get McCaffrey or Saquon. No. no so do you, yeah. So do you take Michael Thomas, who is the top, top wide receiver? So you have at least a top player in each category. Now, listen, Tip, traditionally, before you answer that, traditionally, I've been playing fantasy football for l much longer than Sal has. Traditionally, running backs run the roost in fantasy football, especially the running backs like McCaffrey and Barkley and, yeah, but, and Kamara. But as of lately, wide receivers have been racking up some points. Yes, I agree. I just don't want to touch you. I just don't want to influence you one way or the other. Oh, okay. Um, but I'm, what I'm saying is, if you at that third pick want the top player at the position, it's not going to be any of the running backs now. It's now your Michael Thomas is, is leaps and bounds above the other guys in my mind. No, I agree. I agree, but at least I'm going to have top pick in, in that position. I'll have the opportunity to pick someone in that, in that position. Yeah. I, the top picks. Yeah, you, you, you definitely will. And I think with that third pick, you can go, you can go Henry, you can go Zeke, you can go Kamara. You go Michael Thomas. You have options. Just missing that second and third pick is tough. I mean, honestly, I think it comes down to luck. Because picking these top players, and you're, you're hoping and praying that they're going to stay healthy the entire season. You're hoping that, you know, they're going to make plays. They're going to make, make shit happen. Hoping that they're going to catch the ball. So, it all comes down to luck, in my opinion. I, I, it's not luck. Get out of here. Ain't fucking strategy. Come on. There's strategy to it. Don't be like that. It's all about the strategy. There's strategy. Listen, with anything. Well, look, there's strategy picking the guys. So, yeah, absolutely. I agree. You know, there's strategy. Who but you pick. It's the same thing with sports. There's, there's plenty of strategy, but there's also a luck factor, which weighs in a little bit. So I forget what the percentages are, and I've been playing fantasy football for a long time, fantasy sports for a long time. Strategy, draft, weighs in probably like 40%. In-season management weighs in 40%. And then there's that 20% luck that your players don't get hurt. Your players perform at least at what the floor is for those guys. Or nowadays get COVID. Yeah. What's, what's going to happen with that, man? What happens if, if fucking one of the guys on the team gets COVID? 
So that's so we talked about this, and so we passed the rule in in our league. And my other, I actually just piggybacked from another league I was in where everyone got together and kind of decided the rules. So I'll tell you the difference between the two leagues I'm in. In our league, if someone gets COVID, you can change them. Yeah, it's your responsibility to change them. I'm not taking ownership of that because it's too much, especially with kids soccer that happens on Sunday. I won't be able to get in. Like I'll be lucky to change my lineups. If COVID were to derail the NFL season before the completion of week eight, everyone gets their money back. No, we're not paying for money. This is this is all friendship. Yeah, peanuts. So they get their peanuts back. And <laughs> we're playing for the blooms. Post eight weeks, we divide up the peanuts amongst the top top three. And then if it makes it to the playoffs, then it goes into the traditional playoff breakdown. The thing we did in our hometown league is we actually added an additional roster spot. We may or may not draft that position. It's going to be decided tomorrow night when everyone gets there. But that will allow for people to carry extra players so that they can handle any COVID issues. When do we draft that position? You can just pick them up whenever, or we can draft it tomorrow night. We did in another league I'm in is if one of your players got COVID and you didn't find out until like right before the game, like they didn't announce it, your roster would default to the top top player at that position on your bench. The commission would have to go in and swap out the players. Oh, Jesus. So I'm like, I'm not signing up for that. I didn't even recommend that because it's a lot of work. Yeah, no, sure. You have to be plastered to your TV. Yeah, I mean, I will be, but the way soccer works, at least for my son's age range, my older son's age range, is there typically Sunday afternoon, so 1 o'clock early games, 2 o'clock. I don't see football until 4 o'clock typically because the yeah. drive to the, the field, play the game, drive home, shower, grab something to eat, you're home by 4 o'clock. So for me, it, I don't have the time commitment to do that. I'm already dedicating enough time being the commissioner of one league. I don't want to add in an additional, additional amount of work. The interesting thing for this league we do in town is we have a trophy so I actually have to give it up this year, unfortunately, to the winner of last year. I got his plate. <laughs> I freaking hate it. It's like it like hurts me right in my chest to give him the trophy. So last year we didn't have as strict the rules around keeper. So he kept like five people, six people, and had a very stacked team from the previous year, even though he lost and just played played it well. He played within the rules. He didn't cheat. So he played it well. He had a good team. He was able to keep McCaffrey. He had like the 12th pick or 11th pick. So he got a, a big upside. This year, I'll be handing over the trophy for him to keep until the following year. Is there anything else you want to impart on our viewers? Is there any sleepers you're looking for? I can, I'll can. i name off sleepers. I'm okay with that because there's a lot of sleepers that are kind of common knowledge. But if there's anybody you want to kind of call out and talk about? No. Okay. So I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell our viewers or listeners. In my one league, in my other league, we actually have a – it's a keeper also, but you keep in the first round. So I had Saquon. I traded Saquon for Patrick Mahomes. I am down against the Giants offense. Listen, I'm a huge Giants fan, and I think that was part of it is if they're successful, as a fan, I'm excited. But I'm not putting my money where my mouth is <laughs> for them. I just don't – Joe Judge is his first year, and I want to see what he has to do. Do I think Jason Garrett will feed Saquon the ball? Possibly. But I also think the Giants line is screwed. They lost Nate Soldier, who was their left tackle. Daniel Jones is a second year. You have a third or fourth year Saquon. So I'm just not that high on him. I think there's a lot to be seen. Do I think he could have a good year? I, th I think he'd have a great year. He's an incredible, incredible athlete and an incredible talent. Probably one of the 
best Giants ever, even if he doesn't lead them to up to this point, one of their best running backs. I've I've seen elusiveness. Like he has the elusiveness of Tiki. He has the power of Otis Anderson and Joe and Joe Morris. So incredible, incredible talent. I just if he falls to me in my in my town league, I will take him. I just felt that I wanted to change the script in this other league. There's some weird rules, so I wanted to flip the script a little bit. I'll throw out some names who I'm kind of keyed on. From a quarterback position, I know a lot of people are hitting up Josh Allen. I'm not a fan. He's from Buffalo. He had a lot of fancy points running the ball last year. I'm I'm just not there on him. I'm down on all the old guys. So the old guys being Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, Tom Brady. I, I don't want anything to do with them. I am optimistic about Cam Newton. I think with Belichick, he could actually be pretty good. Now, will I take him? Maybe not. If I go down to the tight ends, uh, Kelsey, obviously, everyone loves Kelsey, Yeah, I think, but he's a little bit much to pay up for a tight end. You're almost paying for a top-end wide receiver at that position. And for me, in the second round, for most PPRs, if you had a top five or six pick, you're most likely at running back, so you want to get a either a really good wide receiver, a top 10 wide receiver, or if you took like a Michael Thomas or a DeAndre Hopkins or Devontae Adams, you're looking for a mid-tier running back. So I'm not going to pay for a Kelsey in the second. I think I'll hold out at the tight end position. I may look for somebody almost like Chris Herndon from the Jets who is very athletic, but I heard he just got an injury. And then some other mid-tier tight ends just because I think there's better value at that those rounds versus getting a top end tight end. So I think you did a great job keeping Kittle. I didn't tell you that. Very hard for me to keep my mouth shut when people are giving me keepers and not saying anything, but Kittle was a good keep. At running back, in this league, I have the sixth pick. So Sal picks in front of me. Unfortunately, I'll give a little insight. I'm honestly looking at Dalvin Cook. I like Dalvin Cook. If Kamara or Zeke fall to me, it'd be hard to pass them up too. So I'm definitely definitely like them. I am down on Miles Sanders. I don't like Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I just think there's a lot of unknowns about him, and I'm not picking him as my top running back in the first round. I, I hope he falls, but I think someone's going to take him either the end of the first or early second. I have a guy I really like on the back turn of the second, which Sal can't take, so I'll say. I'm a big Josh Jacobs. I want him on my team. I want him on every team. So I want him at that turn for the second round. So the reason I can say that is because Sal doesn't have a second-round pick, so I'm going to pick before him, so I'm okay saying that. I don't like Austin Eckler. I'm kind of down on the uh, Chargers with Tyrod Taylor being there, Melvin Gordon being gone. Eckler's an incredible athlete, but I'm just not a fan of that situation. I'm also – I love Chubb. I'm a Georgia fan. I went to Georgia. Go dogs. You love Chubb, don't you? I love Chubbs. <laughs> but – he has Kareem Hunt also there, so I think there's going to be a timeshare, so I'm kind of down on him, at least at his value. He falls third, fourth round, I'm, I'm in. I don't like David Johnson and Houston. Punt on David Johnson. Mark me now, he's going to be a bust. Todd Gurley, bust in Atlanta. Even though he's a dog, I just don't see it happening in Atlanta for him. We move on to wide receivers. DeAndre Hopkins, I'm out. Peace. Throw the flag, I'm not there. I just don't think in Arizona it's going gonna, it's gonna to resonate. I think Kyler Murray has a lot of upside with Hopkins being there, but he needs more time to really take the next step. From wide receiver, I don't know how I feel about Tampa Bay wide receivers, Chris Godwin and Mike Evans with Brady being there. They don't have Jameson Winston. He's in he's in New Orleans. 
So he used to air it out. Do I think Bray's going to do it? Yeah, I think he'll throw it, but I don't know if Godwin and Ed Evans will have as great stats. Going down the list, I do like Landry. I'm not going to lie. I always like Landry in a PBR. He's a good possession receiver. Do like some other guys later on, but I don't want to show my hand because Sal will be able to pick then. I always love Tyreek Hill. Big fan of Tyreek Hill. I think he's great. So if he comes to me in the second or probably third round, I'll probably take him. And then defenses and kickers, don't give a shit. Take whoever you want. Defenses, you'll take them and you'll probably, for me, I always typically change them out unless you get the top defense of the year. I know one year it was Jacksonville and they ended up sucking. So don't waste your time. From a kicker's perspective, probably going with the Tucker Bucker. If I don't get them, maybe uh, like uh, Robbie Gold or, or somebody on a high-scoring team. I think besides that, I think I covered everything. Yeah, Should... I think you did a pretty good job, Rob. Thank you. I really do. Thanks for sharing your strategy. Yeah, now you know my strategy. It's going to all go shit once I... Which I will most likely forget the second I walk out this door. There you go. So I th- this is just a bonus episode. We really wanted to give you guys something that was kind of off the cuff and a little bit different than our normal podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Be sure to tune in to our next episode. If you like what you heard, share with someone you like or maybe dislike. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, iTunes, Podbeam, Google Cast, Pandora, YouTube, your sister's ass, and Spotify. Be sure to smash that subscribe and follow button too. If you have any questions or comments or want to give us some feedback, you can hit us up at the Rad Dad Show at gmail.com. And we're done. <laughs>